can't tell like it is. Hey, hey, what's up? It's the Zisu back again. And this is BBQ, Big Brother Quarantine. With me as always, it's Jade. Hey guys, what's up? All right, so here we are with a special episode. We made our own double eviction. That's right, four episodes of Big Brother in one episode, one pod for you. Yay! Yeah, I'm so excited for this, and we have so much to cover, so let's just go right into it. All right, yep, first off, we gotta, you know, apologize. We're, we've been trying to keep this per episode and even more. Sometimes we do live feed, but uh, we've been away since uh, over a week. Last Wednesday was the last episode recorded, and even that was like a catch-up episode. So uh, we're gonna try to get back on course and try to make these more bite-sized and more reactionary, but uh, we got a lot of catch-up tonight. So uh, you ready to get into it? Yep, let's go right to it. All right, so last Thursday's eviction episode it was tyler and ian on the block during danny's head of household in which the week started with kevin and david on the block david used his um whatever it was blocker power to remove himself from the block so then tyler went up and then the veto was won by davon and she removed kevin so ian went up and we're we just might as well say it right now. Ian does go home. Yeah, versus Tyler. Yes. And um, that is a whole big thing in itself, even up to uh, tonight's current episode about the vote with Ian's eviction. And that um, pops up a lot um, uh, even before, you know, during um, his eviction and a lot after. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think we should probably just get into that the biggest part of the issue and discuss that it all revolves around Nicole and the game she's playing this year. She's really doing it to herself. She's really running herself into the ground. She's struggled on all fronts. One of the first wall yellers of the season. Uh, The first one that made an impact was uh, yelling about that uh, Cody and Nicole are playing everyone. And since then that's been a thing. And then she's been so close to Ian. And then when the committee decides to go against her, she wants to hide her vote. She feels so bad about it that she does. And then it comes to this point now with Davon on the block. And she, they put it on David. And Davon goes to her and tells her that like, hey, you can't, you know, you, if you did it, fine. Tell me that's game. But uh, there's a live feed clip that we saw of her confronting her and telling her, you know, just tell me. And we were saying this, this is the moment. It is also in the episode as well. It is clipped. Um, But yeah, it is there. Yeah. So (sighs) she's okay. The thing is too, the thing that keeps on popping in my head. And I said multiple times off wax was this idea of day going to Nicole multiple times throughout this week. um, Ever since Ian was evicted and being like, Hey, did you vote? I'm out. Like, did you vote for him to stay? Did you vote for Tyler to leave? And Nicole, every time, is like, yes, I did. Like, I promise you. And Davon really, like, and this is, like, her number one reason why. Like, she doesn't want to, like, bash David on TV, um, especially as an African-American, being an African-American woman. And she doesn't want to, like, be like this because of everything she stands for and the reason why she's here. Yeah. 
And so it's it's even like it's totally 100% beyond game. It's personal and it has a very big meaning and reason behind it. And so the fact that Nicole like kept on rejecting it saying like, "Oh yeah, no, like I totally like did what I said I was going to do." And then you know, she's she's lying and she's not keeping her word. And you know, it is like like hurting her a lot but she honestly didn't have to do this to herself and it could have been so much better in the long run for her just on terms with Davon but also for her game like personally yeah exactly and as a former winner sure you want to win again but like the thing is there has to be a part in her that knows she has a very small shot at this point yeah there's a part of her that knows she's a very small shot she hasn't come close to winning a competition this year she hasn't even really been in anything she's been so far off on anything and i think even that on top of the security that is afforded to her of the committee i think like Didn't she's say memphis was her and tyler were on like the lower part well yeah it got out that he had said that they were like the bottom of the totem pole for the committee but the fact that like this committee has you know dragged her along to this point because she is the way she's been playing she would have been an easy out early (laughs) and I, I said this before earlier when we were recording like I really did love her as a player the first two times she played and she she's just played so poorly this time and and now she's got the the trouble with uh uh, not standing up for Ian and like kind of going along with the making fun of him with the Memphis thing, which lost her sponsorships out the side the house. She doesn't even know Overall, about her game is just like uh, you said it before, and like we gotta like reiterate since we're talking about her so much. Her game was so much better the past two times she played, and I feel like in this All Stars. I feel like in a way, like, some people are outplaying themselves, and I feel like for her, it's just not going, like, probably like she hoped, obviously, but also, like, it's not working out very well. Like, the choices that she's making aren't boding well for her. Yeah, I just feel like this time, this time she knows how bad she's doing at the competition, and that makes her recoil further underneath the protection of the committee, and, you know... For the most part, I really love Danny's game this season, but she's actually been the voice in her ear, which is like, we've seen it multiple times, and I think they even played it on the show. They took the clip that we saw, and they put it on the show where she's like, I know how you're feeling was during the Ian thing, like, but you've got to remember what you're here for and what you're playing for, and, you know deal with that later but i think she is conflicted but she does keep going back to this idea of the game but it is like just trapping her over and over and her lie she said it this episode during a talking head during a diary room session that she's just like burying herself in these lies like like one lie goes to another and you know the loop may end here but it's just been so bad um honestly just based on gameplay i don't see a path for her honestly i see her going out pretty soon Uh, one of the most exciting things we have to talk about this week is we we projected it was coming we talked about it because they hadn't done it before they did it before on canada but they had never done it before in the u.s they're doing the triple eviction i thought we were 
were gonna like wait to say that but no I like that you threw that in there so yeah that's a big surprise and I was like so excited because yeah obviously you said it's never done been done before yeah well the reason I brought it up now is because I would say and if you listen to our mass society pod mass singers back and we're doing a pod for that now too yeah. we return to that you guys should go and check that out yep so we we were just talking about that and a lot of things I said on that and I've said a few times I said about Rob Gronkowski and one of the performers tonight I won't spoil it in case you haven't watched it and you want to watch it and you want to listen to that pod but one of the performers tonight I said I was 99.9% sure who they were and what I would tell you right now I want to go on wax and say I'm 99.9% sure that next Thursday Nicole will be one of the triple evicted Okay, I like that. I like that, like, whole stance you're taking there. I could see it, for sure, considering, I don't know, maybe Kevin, sadly, even though I love him and him as a person, I could definitely see him being evicted, possibly Danny and or Nicole, um, maybe Christmas, maybe, but she has this whole thing going on that we're going to talk about in a little yeah, bit. maybe Memphis, um, maybe depending Memphis. on the person. But yeah... Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, I totally, I, I think she'll be out the next week and she'll be, literally be a week later, um, you know, Devon will get, uh, Devon will get to confront her. And um, honestly, I think it's the best thing that could happen for both of them. She's made this huge mistake and it's going to take a lot, but they will have this time now in the jury house, thankfully, to talk about it. And she will be able to really nail into her, like, how bad that was and how bad a move. And she'll, it, what's crazy is she's going to have to deal with both Ian and Davon. Yeah. And she's most likely in this group of three. She may not be the next one out the first evicted of the night but i see it being one her being one of the two during the furious competition yeah. i totally see yeah, her I can going out see it, especially since the fact of like you saying like oh yeah she does have these two people that she has to confront and talk to in the jury house like wow like that'll be some footage right there yeah so all three you'll have Ian got to spend a week alone. Then Davon and Ian will have this next week to themselves. And then the next week after that, the jury house goes from two to five. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, automatically that gets gets a little more crowded and everyone's like, you know, that's when it gets exciting in terms of like jury because like obviously then you get to like know more of what's happening. And that'll be so weird too because like obviously they don't know how many people are coming in so like imagine like one two three four right or like the first person comes in and they're like hey two more people are coming like right yeah. right exactly well i it felt like the the conversation was natural right there to we need to spin it back to what happened with the eviction episode and ian yes. going out ian was preaching this whole time that he would be so mad if he went out on a mistake and Till the time he walked out the door, I think his even like goodbye hug to Danny was like, it was a mistake. You made a mistake. Like he was so mad about the idea. He's like, if I went out on gameplay, that's one thing. But if I went out on somebody's mistake, she called me the ultimate pawn yeah. and I leave on that. That really like infuriated him. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting to see when he got out with Julie and she confronted him with like the whole committee six thing. He was like, great. He was like, 
awesome. He's like, great gameplay. Yeah, no. And it actually it eased his mind, which is so funny because Nicole did feel so guilty all that week and it really tore up and it led her to this lie which affected two whole weeks yes. of gameplay. And it turns out maybe if she would have been real, it would have been okay. But she just so fears exposing this alliance, which for the most part, people see it. They just don't know 100%. They don't say it. Like, oh, like, I know for sure, like, so-and-so is with all of these other people, considering it's, what, a six-person alliance, right? Yeah, it's a um, six-person alliance. We got Danny, Nicole, Tyler, Memphis, Christmas, and Cody. And then on the outside, you have Enzo, uh, David. Kevin, Davon. at this point. Yeah, yeah. David, so... Yeah, no, and just going back to that whole idea of Ian and his eviction and everything like that, um, I have to point out the fact that, like, okay, like, I, like, feel on the same level of, like, Julie of being, like, admiration of Ian and just, like, the idea of his gameplay and how cool and classy of a player is. I know Julie kept on saying that when he got evicted and they were talking. She was like, the class, like, you're just like, I'm in awe of you right now. Like, girl, me too. Like, he's just like... Ian is one of those, like, great players, and it's interesting, too, because I feel like the greatest players in this game, even, um, you know, people like Rachel Riley, um, Derek, I'm sorry, I can't remember his last name, but, you know, just, like, the great, notable players who have won this game, you know, and they've won for a reason, they're able to detach all this messy emotion from the yeah. actual gameplay, right. and that's a big part of it, right. you see, because there's a pattern in that. It's funny you said that too about Rachel because she actually she she did win some with Brendan in the house, but the season she won, she locked in and got even better without that emotional connection Hi, and yeah. attachment. Yeah, yeah, and I love that idea of like, you know, like not every winner is going to be the same, but there is like a clear pattern here with some of the winners and how you know they go about winning and how like you know you gotta like cover your places but also like you know you can't let emotion always drive your game yeah um i definitely 100 percent agree with you just thinking about the last two winners in the house though you actually do gotta win a lot though because when i think about jackson and then uh let's go casey, casey. <laughs> uh they won a lot, especially in the second half. And it's interesting yeah. to to spin it back to Ian. His plan, he didn't get to pull it into place. And, you know, you could say it's a little predictable, but it was what he how he won last time, mm -hmm. which was skating through the first half, and then he wanted to start winning in the second half. Yeah, no, and that's a good point. And I just, I quickly want to go back to the idea of, like, the winners, because I actually, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun, but I promise we'll get back to the yeah, actual episodes yeah. <laughs> very, very soon, very quickly. I just want to throw out this one last point, is that, um, along with the whole, like, detaching full emotions all the time in the game, another thing that I, you just said was the idea of winning, but also, like, moves in the house and how that matters, yeah. too. Winning plus moves matter a lot, and that's just interesting, like, the whole, like, mini, like, palette of how you win i think that's very yeah. cool but yeah. yeah let's go back let's get back to it yeah jackson was a very unique in that he won early middle and late 
So he was the full package. If anything, if you have to pick out somebody's weakness, if if any weakness, I'd say it actually was on the social level, but nobody could deny his wins, and yeah. that's how he won, obviously. And they credited him with even getting Holly there. For Casey, she was very quiet the first half of the game. She was actually one of the last to finish the first head of household, which got her a punishment to start the season, the the butterfly outfit, and she had to stay what in whatever room she was in if the like logo that she was wearing started spinning. Right. So she had that slow start, but then that second half of the game, she won like four or five vetoes in a row and then had a household. She won late competitions. True. So she she did that path late yeah. to she win it and earn it. it so but yeah uh back to ian and his eviction it was cool to see that he was um he was relieved that yeah. in the end that it wasn't a mistake because that's what he dreaded the most um Nicole did really take it hard, and when she voted, it's become like a a played back clip in the episodes to come of like uh, very tearful. Oh, vote to evict yeah. Ian. Yeah, they you use know. that a lot. She's very you can tell like it like crushes her. Yeah, so. But then she does it again with Davon. Right, 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 and. <laughs> Um, but that said, uh, skipping ahead to that, I mean, we're going to fall back again, but she does vote for Davon and completely and her and, and Danny, I'm glad they didn't just be like, Oh, well, that's the way the vote's going. Yeah, no, for real. I can really appreciate that, that, you know, um, I'm glad Danny did. Obviously I really like Danny's game as we stated before, but especially that Nicole stuck to her word, especially since the first episode, her talking today, she was going to be like, I'm going to do whatever I can to try and help you in this game. Yeah, but at the same time, she didn't in the end. But she did vote for her. Yeah, she never voted against her. Exactly. She kept that part. Yeah, it was like, there was something nice. She did give her that money. Oh, yeah, I forgot. She got that. So that's cool. I'm glad she gets that. As of tonight, we're recording this uh, September 24th. I think we're we're close to I can't remember if it ends the 22nd or the 29th but uh, we're around a month left in the game. Crazy. So Oh my god, it feels like it's gone by like so quick. Like It has. It's, yeah. It's start of August to yeah. now. Yeah. We're already uh, as crazy as it is, we're we're at the end of September. Uh, a week from today is October first. So, oh, my. oh man, I got to start. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram at the Zisu, you know uh, all the f- photos I do, and I'm going to be doing um, both Halloween photography. I'm going to try to keep up with a fellow photographer, uh, Rob One Eighty Two, his uh, photo countdown, and I got to start counting down to the Mandalorian. Another pod you can look forward to from me and Nez, one of my favorite pods. And uh, hopefully Jade will be able to join us for some of those this year, too. That'll be a a fun twist. Yeah, I'll pop in for sure. Yeah. All right. So uh, anything from Ian's eviction before we get into the head of household? Oh, gosh. Um, 
real quick, I wanted to add that, okay, it's, like, cute and silly, but it's, like, super quick. His puppet, um, he brought it and out and everything, and they made, like, a cute little, like, sound for it and stuff like that. I thought that was really nice. Oh, yeah, we added that to the start of the episode. Yeah, that was, that was (laughs) that, like, that little, like, "Er -er," like, that was Ian's puppet. So, yeah. (laughs) Shout out to the puppet. I like you. Yeah, and there was something leading up to his eviction where people were actually complimenting the puppet. And I can't remember the name right now off the top of my head. But they were like, oh, like I think David said, you know what my favorite thing about him is? That he's always smiling. He's always happy. And I was like, that was really sweet of David to be nice like that. Like, you know. That's that's cool though, you know, like I don't know, like personal items like that like mean a lot, especially in a time of craziness like the Big Brother house and so like a cute yeah. comment like that is yeah. like Yeah, he is always happy. Huh? Right. <laughs> Love that. So the interesting thing is Danny had a power back from that competition of being in the dark where she didn't like it. She never liked it that she could play uh, head of household and she actually did get this previous head of household that where she ended up putting four people up uh, but she felt like she struggled so much in the week she didn't want it again so she did not enact her power but it was funny there was kind of a giveaway on the floor of the competition of where there was a open spot where they she, if she had enacted her power she could have played yeah. and it's funny that like nobody appeared to like put that together because there was a clear empty open spot at the end where they could have put um the little puzzle that they're working on right so that's what it was yeah, it was a puzzle yeah. yeah it was a puzzle a 3d puzzle of a fire hydrant for the new HOH comp, just to be clear. Yeah, and as the episode ended, as Ian's episode ended, uh, I got to shout out Jade here because she noticed that of all the people, Memphis's was most complete, and a second later, we went over to live feeds, and it was confirmed that he had won. He had won, yep. Yeah, thank you for that. (laughs) I was like, oh, I I didn't even remember that, so. Um, Yeah, no, it is a tough puzzle. Honestly, these puzzles remind me of, like, the crazy hard puzzles that I play on my phone, but obviously it's so different because it's in person, it's 3D, and you have to, like, figure it all out. Um, People have different strategies. I think Christmas tried doing hers from, like, the top up or the bottom up. And And on the ground, too. On the ground, yeah, yeah, not actually on the fire hydrant actual official puzzle piece. Um, But, (laughs) yeah, so David's method is to kind of, like, try and like level it all out but then he sees like memphis is going hella quick so he's like i gotta take a second and he's like (gasps) like but it almost it was it almost looked like a flashback to Derek trying to figure out the cube in Derek's winning season cody and nicole's first season where he uh is trying to figure out the way the cube moves and he moves his hand yeah and everybody thinks he stopped to do the robot right yeah i know david's kind of doing like a hand movement to like try and like map out the hydrant um so yeah that's funny but yeah everyone's kind of like doing their own thing and then yeah memphis gets it hella quick um everyone i overheard on the feeds that everyone was kind of like looking at each other's and kind of like yeah um seeing how other people are doing and being like hey like i'm low-key gonna copy you and people are trying to like copy memphis i guess but you know he got it pretty quick 
So yeah, he's the he's the new head of household. Tyler was close. He was very close. And what it was interesting to see what I caught here uh, as we have it on in the background was we mentioned a second ago that Christmas was assembling hers on the ground. She did have it completely basically done and ready to put it up. She actually was probably seconds away from completing it too. She just had to get it up there. I don't know why, but the first thing I thought of her doing it on the ground, it's not like this at all, but you think of uh, Caitlin Caitlin. Herman's trying to assemble the puzzle on the ground and then she couldn't lift it up. Yeah. Although this looks a lot lighter than that puzzle. Yeah, and you can flip it easier. Yeah. This was a lot more liftable than that life-size puzzle and she was, you know, pretty small anyway. Yeah. Yeah, damn, yeah, that iconic moment right there. But, um, yeah, no, it was a cool comp. It was obviously pretty quick. Um, as soon as Memphis won, um, people were kind of, like, oh, speculating as they do. But then, okay, and, okay, it's funny because I've heard Danny say, like, like, America probably, like, doesn't like Memphis. Like, he's, like, the villain of the season. Like, him and Christmas, which is kind of funny. Because they kind of low-key are, but I don't see them as, like, bad or anything. Like, no one's bad on this season. No. Uh, if you have to pick someone, they are. And I've noticed I can't even help it. But with the fact uh, I have Big Brother on the Instagram and I have uh, Cliff Hogg. Shout out Cliff Hogg when we've been listen, uh, listening and watching to all of his Cliff Notes. From outside the Big Brother house. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, I couldn't help but have seen. They keep trying to show me um, on Instagram other people that post about Big Brother's posts. And a lot of people, or at least from what I'm seeing, like very random, are these posts about like how people are really not liking Christmas. And I'm not surprised. I haven't searched Twitter or anything like that, but I can only imagine it's so bad. Back then during RHOH, I told you everything, yeah. Yeah, and that's the crazy thing because there's been so much worse than her. Like, she's, you know, sinned in this house, but she hasn't done anything, like, on the level of, like, what I've seen from other players in the past. It's just... Of the group, she's clearly, like, Fight the kids. worst of the bunch, like, yeah. as far as, like, if you have to she pick can, a villain character. Yeah, and she can have an attitude about her, that's for sure. Yeah. And the, the way she can rub people the wrong way, the way she acts sometimes. She, um, I'm super excited. I kind of want to low-key jump a little bit. Is that Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, so I'm going to jump a little bit. We're jumping episodes a little bit. Um... But, okay, so, surprise, surprise, Zingbot is, like, totally here. Um, But, yeah, so, real quick, um, jumping ahead, sorry about this, but, okay, I had to get to it because it's, like, we're talking about Christmas right now. So, Christmas's Zing is about how cold she is, and, you know, like... We're going to go in more depth when we actually talk about the Zings and everything like that. But, yeah, it's like, oh, like, holiday season and, you know, like all that and you know like you're the total like opposite and well not like yeah but anyway it's just like focusing on the idea of like her being cold and everyone's like so tense like everyone immediately is like freaking out because they're like oh my god like she's totally gonna like like backlash and like get like hella pissed at that and like oh god like we have tyler like says something hella funny like 
we have to stay in the house with her after you leave. Like, why are you doing this to us? Like, and she, like, she makes a comment, like, oh, like, I'm gonna get you guys back for that. And I'm like, really? You just gotta be, like, sassy like that? Like, that's not cool, man. Like, I just, I don't know. Her attitude, like, does rub me the wrong way sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I'm completely with you there. I also wouldn't be surprised to see her going during the triple evict if yeah. certain people have their way because I know her name's been thrown out and about. And it's there's so many people that, like, I know she's one they would say is she's perfect for the double evict because you don't have time to be in the house and talk it out and throw a fit. And that's when you get rid of a player like that. True. Where she doesn't have time to blow her lid like and blood. go at people because it's all live. It's all live show. It's all There's, quick. Yeah. And you're always on the feeds, but people feel like when you're in the house that there's a difference between the feeds and them playing it and then the actual live show you know the live show is live 100 percent. yeah the live show is always going to be seen by people because the live show is what's in the actual episode and so there's a way that you act differently than you would like compared to the actual feeds of where you're just like eating a freaking sandwich like yeah exactly so I want to get into all the zings because it's one of the funnest things and Jade brought it up. But one thing I got to do is catch us up. Yes, uh, yes. Memphis wins this head of household. He, even though he has this alliance, uh, he always does this where he thinks he knows uh, best. Okay, that's that's the thing. That's the, that's the thing I was going to say before I talked about Christmas being a villain. Memphis just low-key annoys me on that because I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you're kind of like a cool guy, but also like, why do you... Anyway, just... Ugh. Yeah, so even with his own alliance, his own thing that he takes credit from and even like people like Danny is like, you got to use his ego and tell him, oh yeah, you created... Yeah, you created the the committee and everything like that. Like, do that. So even though he thinks, you know, he created this, he doesn't tell anybody his plans. He he says, like, oh, I got something. I got something cooking. Like, this is going to be good. And his idea is to put up Davon and Kevin with the idea of backdooring David. And while he thinks this is great... Almost everybody else in the house, and especially in his alliance, Cody, Enzo, and Tyler especially, all think this is a terrible idea. And he doesn't tell them for a while! Yeah, and he just is like, oh, just throw the veto, just throw the veto, so... And they're like, um, okay, but, like, explain to us why and how and give us your reasons, and it's just like, oh... Yeah, so... Uh, that leads us to the Vito and Zingbot, which is great because all of a sudden he comes on over the intercom. Normally, uh, in other years, he comes in the front Creeps. door and walks in the house. Creeps in the house. And then, yeah. Creeps in the house while they're sleeping. Let's yeah. not forget that. Wake up! That was actually pretty good, not gonna lie. Yeah. Well, we've watched so many seasons now, you know, you get used to it. And not only that, um, I do want to mention real quick, too, in the lead up to this, knowing that it was coming, uh, brought up on YouTube, like the uh, people's like best of Zingbot videos. And I actually forgot that probably his greatest zing of all time was for Christmas the first time around when she first played. And um, 
the cowboy, Jason, uh, landed on her when they were doing piggyback ride early in the morning. He shattered her ankle or something like that. Transformed her season. Yeah, so she couldn't play in a lot of competitions and was able to get by all on social, surprisingly. (laughs) You would... You wouldn't imagine, especially the way she's played this year, but because she's rubbed people wrong socially yeah. this year, so that's for sure. But yeah, no, um, that her zing in that season, her first season, was okay. It's, it's probably the longest zing ever, yeah. and it's and you know just because of that period, like the length of it, but also the material and the wit behind it is so good. Yeah, because at first, and the best part about it is it throws everybody off because he starts like I'm not gonna nail it exactly but he starts off saying like you know like yeah like you're not gonna get any coal in your stocking this year and like everybody's left to be like okay like where is this going like what do you mean and instead instead you'll get and he does like the uh 12 days of christmas but for her and like seven shattered bones Six, six pain pills. Five weeks in therapy, something like yeah, that. Yeah, things like that. And then uh, with a, and a guilty rodeo cloud and everybody loses it. And then it cuts to Meatball in the DR and he's like cracking up so hard. He's like, a guilty rodeo cloud. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, was, it must have been pretty cool to honestly witness in person. Like, that's a really good zing, honestly. Yeah. So, obviously, Zingbot represents the veto, and the interesting thing this year is instead of coming in the house, he's in, he comes on over the intercom, and everybody's like, it's interesting because a bunch of people are still asleep, some people are in the head of household, Kevin's just having his cereal, and he comes on, <laughs> and then so, yeah, everybody doesn't know what to do, but then eventually they get to the backyard, and because of the distancing stuff this year, he's not close to them. He's up on the balcony in an interesting angle, which they don't use that much. And you don't get to see it very often. Yeah, and uh, they appropriately, as they do, they usually try to make zing appropriate to like the news going on that year and in the past couple years in the uh uh, four years ago in the election year they you know made it like he was running for president and then the year after when uh we had our current president uh he was like who knew a reality star could become president. And he's talking about himself, but he's also like doing like yeah. an inside joke, you know? Oh my gosh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so anyways, this time he's got like a, a frill vest on and like a wig, a mullet like haircut on. And one of the best things is to uh for the introduction like and i just love they we never get to see like the actual dr people like pitch what they want them to say but i'd almost love to hear them say like okay davon try to come up with something because if she did and like wasn't gifted the script it was great so good yeah honestly credit to davon like if she did like come up with this line it's so good yeah so she's like so this is my first time making it to see Zingbot. And I got to say, something doesn't seem right. He's not, like not your uh, average Joe. He looks a little more exotic. Yeah, and she winks. <laughs> and it's like, 
It's so cool. Okay, so if you haven't kind of gotten it by those clues by now, um, very famous, especially at the beginning of quarantine because everyone was watching it. It was a very famous show. Is um, Tiger King, uh, Joe Exotic. So yeah, um, it was on um, Netflix. Yeah, I don't know why I blinked out there for a second. Yeah, Netflix. It was a very popular show at the beginning of quarantine, and everyone was watching it. And um, he became he became very famous through that documentary series. And so they had Zayn dressed up like him. Yeah. So it was really great. And like I said, it was it's cool. They have him like on the balcony, like looking down and everybody just came out into the backyard and they got it cut even in an interesting way where like the camera angle is is an angle like. I, yes, they use it for when competitions go on in the backyard, but it just you never see it with the way it's cut for him looking down on them. And to come all the way back around, we talked, he, he said he's dressed like uh, Joe Exotic. They call himself uh, uh, the, a tiger zing. Yeah. Yep, the tiger zing. <laughs> yeah. So um, obviously, the first thing he's got to do is get into his. Uh, Burns and he the first thing he starts with is I want to go through all these because they're they're pretty good. We don't have to spend too long on each of them. But yeah. the first thing he does is uh, he's like, "Wow, I can't believe I'm in the Big Brother ha- All Star House," and he's like, "I can't believe you are either, David." Yeah, and okay, I feel like every time we've rewatched re- 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 this part, I notice. David like kind of like half turns away because I have a feeling that he kind of knew it could be about him. Yeah. And then of course, Memphis loves it. He's like, oh yeah, you're on the same page as me. Cause that's what he's been doing to him like all year. Like, yeah. oh, you're the rookie. You're the rookie. Yeah. So the next one, and we got this from the live feeds. We knew this was coming uh, because in the live feeds, he's like, uh, First off, he said, like, oh, yeah, that he went at my meow meow name. And then, like, on the live feeds, I heard him say, because they were talking about some of the other harsher ones. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm good. That's nothing. He's like, I'm fine. He's like, I know where I stand with America. But then we actually see it. And when he first gets it, he's like, what's more pathetic than, you know, a, uh, a man in his 40s calling himself meow meow? Nothing. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, I feel like it could have been a better zing, but also, I don't know, like, it's, it's okay, you know? Yeah. I, I thought it was clever, considering, you know, it does, like, tie back to his meow meow name, but also, like, Enzo's like, eh, like, Loki, don't call me that anymore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Call me Vincenzo. Yeah. (laughs) What an... What, 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 like an older guy thing. Like, oh, I go by my full name now. <laughs> right. The next one is Memphis, and he's like, everybody thinks of you as uh, Dan's number one guy, but I don't see you that way. I think of you as more of a huge number two. Yeah, and that's that, okay. I feel like that's also like that can tie into like how America views him. Yeah, because like you could take it like, oh, like America doesn't like me. Like, yeah, I kind of suck. And so they cut to David on that, and he's like, yeah, they think he's that. And then uh, he he does a quick impression of him. he's like, oh no, you can't use my head household bathroom. 
<laughs> yeah, that's funny too, because like obviously Memphis like does have like some people like are like more picky about stuff than others, and so that was just funny for like the impression of David the Dude from Memphis. Right. So the next one up is Cody, which uh, his first time around is one of my go-to, like, talking when I talk about Big Brother, it's one of my most said lines. Uh, Cody, you're such a nice guy. You haven't made any enemies this year. (laughs) And then, uh, except for Christine's boyfriend. Husband, yeah, and which I guess is not anymore because we heard on uh, live feeds that they're not because he he did following this he talked about that how like it was interesting to hear the inside information he's like this one was like fine like he had no problem with this one but he talked about like that one he's like yeah my heart dropped he's like he's like that was like probably the most uncomfortable he was during his first season. Yeah, I know, and for a good reason, like, that's a very, like, that's an outside world type thing, and, like, that was serious, and I know a lot of people, you know, like, definitely, like, bashed on, I don't know if, I don't, I don't know if they bashed on Cody, but they definitely bashed on Christine for that, and she did got a lot for that, um, I do like Cody's Zing this year, it's probably one of my favorites, but yeah, you, you should go ahead Cody, you're a perfect 10. And then he lets it sit and he's like, oh, yeah, thank you. He's like, that's your IQ. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, but enough about your IQ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, that was really good, too, because like Cody's personality, like I feel like it's really like shine through this season, like how funny he can be. And I really like that. He is like definitely like more of like a jokester character. Yeah. And he like he handled it very well, and he's like, oh yeah, like first like playing along, like oh yeah, thank you, like I totally am a ten. But then he's like, after like oh like that's my IQ, and he's like, what's a high IQ? (laughs) And then he's like, damn it, he's like I'm the dumb guy this year. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and he's just like I don't know, like low key playing along, which is cool. Like you don't get like too hurt about it, just like brush it off. Yeah. Next up, we got Danny, and he goes back to the fact that uh, she's been playing a long time since I think Big Brother 8, I think, was the first one with Evil. So he's like, when I think about the, you know, all the times you played this game and the first time you, when you played, he's like, you played like an old pro. Now you're just old. Oh, poor Danny. Yeah, I know, because she was very young when she first played with her dad. She was, I think she was in her early 20s, very early 20s. Um, and yeah, no, she's, she's. Um, I don't know if she's exactly 40, but um, she is around that age. And so, yeah, she um, she's married, she has a kid, you know, it just happened, it's life. But yeah, um, she seemed to handle it okay, little head down, but not, not too bad. Right. Yeah, yeah, it really wasn't that bad. Um, the next one was Christmas, which is what, uh, how we got thrown to talking about this is that, uh, uh, what's the difference, you know, uh, between the holidays and yeah, the holiday seasons. And he's like, one is like stress inducing and all this stuff and cold. And then, um, uh, the other one is the holiday season. 
Yeah. So it's like they were saying she was all that stuff. Yeah. Stress-inducing and cold. Exactly, yeah, I know. Yeah, the whole thing was like, oh, like, beach, like, what's, like, the, yeah, between, like, between you and the holiday season because, you know, like, oh, her name's Christmas and stuff like that. And so, yeah, like, the holidays are fine, but, like, you suck and you can be, like, super sassy and cold and, like, not very nice towards people. And then, yeah, I, I mentioned earlier Tyler's, like, scared comment um, in, as a yeah. talking head saying, like, what are you doing? And then you should tell Day's comment because that's pretty good. And she mentions, like, oh, yeah, you nailed it. She's like, Christmas? More like Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, like, that should be her name. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> So that was a good one. I think that was a good thing. Yeah. The next one I don't agree with at all. And it was uh, no, Kevin. No. Because he's been one of the highlights as far as like diary room sessions. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, uh, I've been thinking up like a nickname for you. I think it has a great ring to it. Boring. Yeah, no. And I just, I don't want to agree with that. Like, I feel like. That was kind of, like, a sucky one Um, in terms of, like, zings. And I don't know, like, I definitely don't agree with it, you know? Like, Kevin has been used for both promoting the show, like, for commercials and stuff like that. But also, like, yeah, like you said, like, the diary room, his personality is really funny. And they use um, his comments a lot. And, you know, he's, like, he's a cool guy. So, no, not not boring. yeah. Honestly, one of the highlights of the season, an unexpected highlight, at least in my book. I don't know what everybody else thinks, but highlight for me. I'll be sad if he goes because I feel like he adds a fun, um, like, dash to this house. Yeah. Well, we got, we're 45 minutes in just so, uh, give everybody a heads up. So we got 15 minutes. So I'm going to make sure we we can get through all this because we still got to get to Dave on. So we're going to do it right. Um, Tyler's was, uh, he was talking about, yeah, he was like, cause he had the quote about like the, he was the real winner because he didn't win, you know, he didn't win the money. He got the girl and he's like, you know what I call that? A liar. Yeah, no. And that's like, that was a sucky one too, because like everyone knows how much he loves her and every single, you know, vote that he does every eviction night he always says that because he knows that she's gonna see it it's like i love you angela at the end of every vote like he's he's totally like in love with her like it's sucky zing man yeah um thankfully before davon's exit uh this was our first time getting to zingbot which is interesting because was she the first member of the jury last time because she did make jury so maybe that's why she didn't get to see it this time, and Ian was the first member this time. I think so, yeah, because I think after her, um, Zakia and Polly came in. Yeah, and I don't know if they got Zing. I don't. I can't remember off the top of my head. But anyways, this is her first time getting it, and I, I thought this one was actually pretty good because he was like, uh, you know, you've done, this is your third season of Big Brother, and you've done two seasons of The Challenge. I want to know... What reality show are you going to lose next? No. This sucks because I really like Day. And I know that she loves, like, being on TV, especially Big Brother. That's why she's come back for, you know, three seasons because she really loves the show. But also, like, she makes a comment of how, like, the challenge, I almost won that. And that show, the challenge, we've we've so, talked about that a lot. It's rough. so rough and so hard. Like, Like, the comps here can be, like, challenging and stuff like that. There definitely have been, like 
like hours and hours of like torturous challenges but the challenge is rough man like that's just like on a different level and that's crazy and the fact that she almost won it props to her man right I remember the generalization of Nicole's, but just because I can't remember the exact one, and he does a little bit of a song, I'm just going to play it real quick right now. Mazel Tov, Zing! Out of all of the zings, that really gets everyone shocked and kind of on the floor. Cody's on the floor. And in the beginning, right before her zing, Cody was like, Zingbot, like, crush her. But then after, you know, that whole, like, little jingle, Cody's like, okay, that was a little too much. Like, she was, everyone's clearly shocked, especially her. Um, It definitely did hurt her. Um, I remember there was a clip after of Danny, like, comforting her and saying, like, hey, like, if America, like, really is like that, they don't like your voice, just, like, screw them. Like, they literally, yeah, like... it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, her voice is fine. Like, literally, yeah. like, it's literally an accent. Like, she lives, yeah. like, in Michigan, like... Yeah. And it's funny because she comes on right after she does a, a diary room session. She's like, does everybody want me to talk like this? Because I can. She's like, I'm not whiny. And she's like, oh, that's the kind of whiny. It's funny. It's a, it's a great, like, for the show. Yeah. But it's funny. I've caught her in the live feeds now trying to do it. And she's like... Yeah, Ugh. and that's just, like, you don't have to be insecure about that. Like, your voice is, like, a part of literally who you are. And it's how you speak your opinion. Like don't let people especially a robot (laughs) like make you change like how you act yeah all right well yeah just like i said five minutes ago we got 10 minutes on this so we're gonna try to squeeze it in but anything we miss uh because they did not do the head of household this week uh, when we find out on live feeds, I want to come back and record on that. So uh, definitely look forward to that. We're going to try to fit in more um, quick hit episodes instead of these full, long catch-up episodes that are bound to be an hour. So uh, just to run over the veto real quick, it was a maze. It was really cool. And they had uh, these stuffed tigers that were like based- alien tigers. Yeah, alien tigers based on the idea of Zingbot being Joe, Joe Exotic. So it's like, ooh, like like robot mixed with tigers yeah and one of the best parts about it because like i didn't get it at first because everyone was the first to run the thing and i thought she just got startled by seeing it but it did turn out as we saw every other contestant play that as they come around the corner they played the sound like rawr so it was like startling yeah yeah i know at first i was like oh like it's just like a cute like alien stuffy and then i'm like oh if i turn around if if i turn a corner i'm trying to like find something and you get started like that like oof that's uh. yeah sadly we knew we already knew she didn't win but then when we actually see how she played the the big error is she saw a tiger and she didn't grab it she should have grabbed it and and gone uh that being said at the end of the day Tyler did zoom through this. We already knew he won, but then to actually see him do it, you're not surprised. He was sprinting he hard. Was for it, yeah. Everyone was kind of like, I would say, kind of, kind of running, kind of jogging. But Tyler was definitely like, room, room, like 
I need to get this for like my game and because he wants to like work with Dave and, Dave and stuff like that yeah. and he doesn't want to like go with Memphis's um, plan. Yeah. So yeah. So that's what ends up happening. He has it his way, which doesn't work out because Memphis didn't want it this way. But then he's like, whatever, because, like, I guess they can go. So he's a little mad, but he's also like, whatever about the situation. Yeah. And okay, I talked about this off wax, too. I can really appreciate how Tyler opened up this plan to Memphis on how, like, transforming his thought of like oh yeah focusing on like getting david with um backdooring him but instead leaving day and kevin on the block and instead focusing on the idea of going after both um danny and nicole and i can really appreciate that because you know like not only did like is tyler like doing it in a good way it worked yeah. It worked. And so, like, Memphis, like, started thinking, like, oh, yeah, like, maybe, like, we should start thinking like that. And I really like that because I feel like for most of the part time, it's hard to start turn someone's head like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm glad you caught that and you brought, glad you brought that up here. Um, interestingly, when Memphis was running it, uh, he did try to run hard. He said he almost died. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He, he really, st- he's like... The fact that, oh, yeah, the fact that uh, Nicole and Danny's time were so close, he realized nobody threw it and was like, what the hell is going on? And that led to some some drama in the house. A little tension between, like, because he's like, you guys aren't doing the thing I said for you to do. What the hell? Yeah. So as I check the time again, it's clear to me that we won't be able to give Davon's eviction uh, the proper credit it deserves. So um, I just want to quick hit the rest of this. And then once we know the next head of household and some of the stuff from the live feeds, I definitely want to come back before Sunday's episode yes. to uh, both do Davon's eviction, give it the proper credit and yeah. talk about everything that. And then we can talk about the new stuff also. Yes. No. And I love that. Um, thank you for doing that. I never want to like rush things, especially like the things that need to be talked about. And I really want to do give day the credit she deserves. I feel like, um, we've talked about her a lot in the past, but it is so important and it's never going to be talked about enough. Yeah. And so she does deserve all the talk in the world. And I'm excited yeah. to talk about, you know, everything that she's been going through and um everything that's happened with her in the house right uh and yeah i want to give that uh full coverage but obviously as we've talked about and as you know uh as somebody that's listened this far and watches the show you know that she was evicted and will be the second member of the jury very very sadly i've been torn about it kind of these past few days i've been really sad because like it's kind of been evident that she is going to leave and yeah um i'll obviously talk about it more but um i very i am very sad about it guys yep so uh every other episode this year we have left the thursday episode with either knowing the head of household or them being like come back sunday to see who wins they've at least started the competition they did not this episode and now we wonder i think it's taking place right now tonight because right before we started recording the live feed is still down and i imagine they're doing whatever head of household is right now and we will probably find out tonight and they'll probably still remain on schedule of head of household tonight nominations friday veto saturday and then the next episode airs sunday but we see that all play out so 
Right. Yeah. Uh, the big thing this episode, and I want to put it on wax, um, was the house the house neighbor that was finally revealed. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that later. But one thing I want to put here on our last few minutes of this episode was my guess. Uh, first, I was pretty sold on Jackson, but then once Jade said. Uh, she had an indication that it might not be him. My next guess was Tommy. I thought, uh, bring somebody back that just played and somebody high energy. And that made a lot of sense for me. Did you have a guess for who might be returning? No, I liked Tommy, honestly. Yeah, but what, you, you threw out Steve though, right? Yeah, Steve, like a past winner. Like, ooh, like that'd be cool. Yeah. So it ended up being, and maybe we should have guessed this too because of his involvement with the show. Yeah. Pretty much since the beginning, since season two, uh, season two winner, uh, season... The first All-Stars, so that was season seven, the first All-Stars. He was the third out, or no, fourth Fourth. out, fourth out. So fourth place finisher there. And then since then, uh, he's come back to the show a lot, and he always does the uh, jury jury questioning now. It was uh, Dr. Will Kirby returning. Okay, just real quick, tell me why both these shows that we've recorded today, I've had guesses in the back of my head, and I don't say them out loud! Okay, because, like, in the back of my head, like, when you asked me, like, oh, like, who's your guest, possibly, for the neighbor, in the back of my head, I was like, oh, like, maybe Boogie, and then I didn't didn't say it, I didn't say it, but in the back of my head, I was like, oh, maybe Will, because he's in the show a lot. Why don't I say my ultimate guesses out loud? Guys, I just need to... I just need to go with my gut. Like, I'm right. I'm literally right. Like, I could be taking tests on this. Damn it. Like, oh, God. So it's exciting. Uh, He will tempt the guests with uh, either prizes or power. And it'll be interesting to see who does what. He pitched that he always says he likes stuff and he likes prizes and he really did back that up especially on all stars when they had that moment where they took all the stuff between him and boogie it was like the grave laying down thing and they took all the prizes like what did you get like oh like i got five thousand dollars and a new tv (laughs) and they did their laughing jumping up and down thing so um real quick because we are in a final minutes here um who do you think is for sure to go for power? Who do you think is for sure to go for prizes? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know who would go for prizes at this point. Um, yeah, it's pretty important it's, for the most part. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's power, that safe. Exactly. I'm thinking like power is more what these people want, especially since they're all stars. And it's getting, you know, like more, especially since it's going to be a triple eviction. Yeah. You know, they it's don't getting. Know that, though. They don't know that, but you know, they got to be thinking like, yeah. we're getting like down to the needle here. You know, there's. They, think, like, they probably think it's double. Yeah, but. yeah, still, but like, there's a chance. Like, oh, like I could go, you know, and you never really know, like your place, especially since the alliance is crumbling. It has yeah. fractured, yeah. so it's not like oh, like we're one hundred percent. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I. Maybe Tyler for a prize? I don't know. Maybe. But... I'm going to throw out there. I'm going to throw out there. Enzo feels pretty secure. Um, yeah. 
with most people remaining. Even David and Kevin, I would we say. We forgot to mention. Oh my God, we're late on last minute, but we forgot to mention Memphis's plan. We have oh, the whole Memphis. Wise Guys thing. Yeah. So Wise Guys and Davon, that's coming up. Yes. Um, we got a lot to cover. We got the new head of household. We got the new week. It's get actually getting really exciting. Um, last couple of weeks been a little, eh, but uh, really looking forward to what's what's on the horizon here. Yeah, I know. I'm super excited to especially talk about Davon. Um, I I know I'm gonna let my, like totally go full force on that. So and everything else. All right, uh, we got to get out of here. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, E Society. Bye, guys.